Go big, go bold, go against SEO with Alina Ghost from Debenhams. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Alina, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? I am going to go controversial and say that you should do something different, completely different. So we've been in the industry for many years, or I have, and it's always the same stuff. It's about knowing the basics and doing the three core pillars, so coding, links, and content. So in my opinion, I just wanted to say, like, the thing that makes you stand out and actually make you you is by doing something completely different to other people. And if you take, for example, how we even know what is right and what is wrong, or like what actually works these days is because people try out everything and not just what we are told to do. So what I'm saying is think outside of the box and just try out something different. So what's an example of a different campaign maybe um, that, that you've done or perhaps you've seen someone else do that um, wasn't a traditional SEO campaign but resulted in incredible SEO success? Yeah, I think firstly it's about um, thinking about brand. So giving you an example about brand. So not traditionally an SEO thing, but we know that that's so important these days and it's becoming even more important. So if you think about actually creating those huge campaigns that will get the eye like eyes onto your website and the traffic onto your website it's about getting people to think about you in a specific way and not only that is you you actually have to show that on the site as well so like across the web so your reviews have to be good your authority has to be good so going back to that EAT at the same time I'm not saying disregard the ranking factors I'm saying go about it a different way and actually get to that point through a different way making sure that if you do build that brand how do you do it you have to think differently you have to have an idea and like I don't know, something emotional, for example, in order for people to remember you and come back as well. So that's something that Google looks at as well. Um, they look at the brand and how people actually think about you and not only on like the websites and uh, across the web, but also social media. And we know how much social media is important now as well. And what if your boss says, I just want to rank for red woolen socks for Christmas? <laughs> um yeah I'm not gonna lie I've had that in the past where people were very much fixated on like one keyword but it's a matter of telling them look it's about the bigger picture it's not just about um the one keyword it's about knowing the categories that you're ranking for it's about the clustering the um like it, like the the thing that you stand for. So going back to that brand as well, you need to make sure that like the content that you're producing is about the, is giving back to the users, giving more information, um, making you that authority uh, by creating that content. If you're creating articles, say, for, for the sake of entertainment as opposed to to target specific keyword phrases, how, how do you actually measure the success of that? 
Um, yeah, I think obviously use as many tools as you can. So something that Philly Weezer taught me quite a lot is the fact that he needs you need to use a wide range of tools in order to actually understand what what is happening. Um, and every tool has their own like great things that they can showcase to you, making sure like obviously we know we've tracked visibility. That's like the number one thing that you do. So sessions, clicks, but also understanding the keywords within that as well. Is it branded? Is it non-branded? How is that looking? Um, um, but also like understanding as well that we as SEOs touch so many different things. So the reason I said go big, go bold is because it's not just about the SEO metrics, but also about looking like what's your conversion rate like. So going back to that UX factor, um, what is your average order value? Is there a way that we can increase that order value? And if so, how? How do people think when they come onto your site? What are they currently feeling and how do they actually want to um, purchase what are some thoughts um, or some advice that you might have for SEOs that have to work with many different departments? Because it sounds like from what you're saying, an SEO's role is um, increasing significantly um, at the moment. It's not just about more traditional SEO um, things that they would they would have to do. You mentioned UX there as well. Um, you touched upon content and um, quality content, entertaining content as well. So how does an SEO go about influencing other departments is it for example important to train other departments on the benefits of seo and how seo and other departments can work together are there other managerial tips that you can perhaps pass on as well yeah i think there's many of plenty different things um and as you touched on on that like from training uh, i know that showing the numbers basically if you can tell uh, how much they might be losing out on something like the opportunity that is there um, and that's something that you can forecast, then that is really strong. Um, basically showing the numbers to the managers always works. Uh, but essentially, you've hit the nail on the head right there, saying that SEOs are not just about the one thing and the traditional things anymore. It's like one day I, I would be like, um, I don't know, uh, writing code um, or like JSON files for like for the web developers to actually implement and things. The other day uh, I'd be, I don't know, creating those PR campaigns and getting that branded side of things. So uh, you're absolutely right. Why The reason why I said go big, go bold and like basically doing something different is because we've got such a breadth of things that we need to be looking at. And because it's growing, it's about trying something different in order to see whether that's working or not. So constantly testing, especially when we go back to that whole CRO factor. So UX, making sure that it's actually workable for our, our users as well. So, yeah, plenty of things to be doing. <laughs> So I've talked to um, Elena Solis uh, for this series as well, and um, she's talked specifically about SEO testing and the, the importance of, of, of doing much more testing. Um, so, so, so what are your thoughts on testing? Um, what what um, are the typical metrics or areas of a page perhaps that needs to be tested or can be typically the the quickest quickest wins yeah i was just gonna say like the the low-hanging fruit would probably be something that you already rank for and actually looking at that click-through rate are you able to improve that add some stuff can you use any ppc data are now for example has so many tips on this <laughs> but essentially it's around actually adding like um 
PPC data or affiliate data that you can inject onto like your SEO workings. And yeah, an example, a quick example of that is basically using like any ads that you create. Uh, what works, you can do an A-B test, for example, do different um, snippets and like different content in each and then taking the one that actually saw the most click through rate and the most conversions as well. So, yeah, no, um, definitely stuff that you can do there. So so what are your thoughts on how to best take data uh, from your um, pay-per-click um campaigns and um and, and use that to actually um map against uh, your organic success and um use that i i guess to um decide what to split test and how to improve your seo in other ways do you simply uh, do you sync your data maybe from um google ads to google data studio and um get, get some seo data from there and there as well to try and match things together or what's your what's your way of doing things yeah, I guess the quick, quickest and easiest thing is to say not to waste your money on brand. So if you are showing up for brand and people are actually looking for you, like don't don't waste that money on like using that on PPC. So what we would do is just pull that data, see where we're ranking as well. And if we're ranking number one, yes, I know there are other reasons why you might want to because of competition and things like that and actually showing up a number of times. But um, ultimately, we've seen... Um, like it's, it's works just as well. Like if people know your brand, then ultimately they're looking for your brand and looking to actually buy with you and the conversion's great because that's what they were looking for. So that would be one tip, but I guess you can also, or like the, the easy stuff, you can use the content that you're writing on the uh, PPC ads, pull that data out, like what is working. And it doesn't have to be for that particular category as well you could potentially use it on a different category see well that this is working for this perhaps it's working for that as well but also (laughs) to say that it is sometimes category specific so for example if you're trying to push something quite seasonal and let's say clothing then it might be a completely different shop to like something that you do with makeup so yeah, something definitely worth thinking about. So and looking at your PPC data for that. Okay, and one progressive area of um, uh, content marketing that SEOs should probably have more involvement in nowadays is digital PR. And so, so, so what are your thoughts on 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 maybe campaigns, examples of campaigns that um, SEOs can influence that um, that that can result in significant SEO success in relation to digital PR? Yeah, well, um, something that I've done in the past, I used to work for Amara, a luxury interiors brand. Um, and the reason why I knew about them in the first place is because I used to do interior blogging um, and they had a whole uh, event thing that went on every year around the interior blog awards. So they would get lots of bloggers, lots of interior designers with websites Uh, So lots of experts as well from brands. So they worked a lot with brands like designers, for example, like even like Armani and things like that. So it's around bringing all of them together and having different categories for those. So, for example, best color award, something like that. Um, And that resulted in amazing feedback not only was it obviously great PR great for the brand and the only reason why I knew about the brand before I joined them because of this um, but also because they managed to get loads of links 
uh, that were natural. People were naturally talking about them, getting people to the site as well. So that traffic was great because people were like, yeah, vote for me, go to this website, vote for my page, etc. So it was a really great natural way to also build that community. So talk to other people. So, for example, her starting out in the interiors world who in the future might come back to the brand in order to start buying for their clients and things like that. So the fact that there was that plethora of community of those people, I think that really worked for them in a number of ways. I like your vote for me example because um, that that, um, shows the importance of thinking about an award ceremony or something like that. in full planning perspective. So thinking think about how you can take advantage of that from an SEO perspective, you know, three months out, two months out, one month out, you know, what what, what can you plan in order to, to drive as much awareness towards your brand and hopefully links towards your brand as a result of doing that? So I think too many SEOs and probably digital marketers in general are, are probably in danger of being a little bit too reactive and, and not planning things enough I, I guess yes. firstly would yeah. would you agree with that and, and secondly um is is there anything that um, digital marketers can do more in order to be a little bit more strategic oh yeah good question well um to go back a bit i definitely agree um and the other thing to mention is the fact that when the awards did happen because there was, would be a day when people would actually a night like for the ceremony for the award system that will happen there were actually local um, newspapers and actually press that were interested in coming to this as well, which also added to the fact that it's like those links that were coming back to us. Not only was it like the bloggers linking back to us, but also the press. So that was an interesting one. And you're absolutely right. Planning ahead is so important and so strategic. And to take this campaign in particular, as an example, it took months ahead of starting that process every year in order to talk about okay so what we're going to do now what kind of categories are we going to get what isn't getting much traction so maybe perhaps some things weren't working as well as they they should have been or we thought they might have been because like the trends were changing for example so thinking ahead and being strategic is always important but like use the data that you have in front of you it's going back to the basics like have you done your keyword research have do you look at google trends like is there anything new that you can jump onto and like to understand or like to offer more information for or actually create this campaign around that so I guess there's a number of ways that you can be strategic both in the short term and long term when it comes to trends as well because sometimes People want something right here, right now. But other times, like if you are thinking about the bigger picture and you're not just looking for just like the quick links, if that makes sense, like it is about planning and making sure that you go back and see what data you've got, what kind of data you can mix together. Like, but the reason I'm saying is go big and go bold is because once again, everybody knows that that is what we're doing for digital PR. We are going and looking at the data. Like what can you bring to the table that's different? Like what kind of data can you bring that's different that other agencies can't get? So I'm just saying people think outside of the box, do be strategic and actually try a little bit harder, 
I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love annual events as well as a, as a way for creating a lot of brand awareness and um, a great opportunity to create um, lots of um, content that you can publish um, at other times during the year as well. Something like the Project SEO in 2022. 50 podcast episodes, 50 videos, a, a, a book as well, exactly. just one big project out of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, if an SEO is thinking about what you're saying, Elena, and thinking, I'm a little bit too conservative in my approach, I need to go big, I, I don't want to go home, I, I, I need to go big here. Um, what's one thing that they may be doing at the moment that is probably a little bit of a waste of their time that they should stop doing now in order to spend more time doing what you suggest? I think that's a really good question and a difficult one to answer. But I will be controversial and probably say if anybody has been to Brighton SEO a few weeks ago, <laughs> then you might have seen Tom Kapper speak and he said that um, Core Web Vitals is a bluff. <laughs> Whether it's true or not, it's a, it's a question for you guys. But I guess it resonated with me because he's saying basically take it with a pinch of salt. Yes, everybody is working towards those core web vitals. But if you actually break down what the core web vital metrics ask you, you might like not improve. You might make it worse. Your UX. So your website might look awful in the run up of you trying to improve those core web vitals so it is about taking it with a pinch of salt but at the same time like is it actually a ranking factor or is it more of a tiebreaker so it's more of a conversation that you need to have with the wider business but essentially like are you wasting your time on trying to improve things when actually you don't need to necessarily do everything but like things here and there and then save your time to do other things that will make more of an impact. And I think ultimately that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to chip away at things, but ultimately we want to make the best and biggest impact as quickly as possible. Sprinkle a little bit of common sense on top of your data. Yes, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Alina Ghost is SEO manager for Debenhams.com. Alina, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Amazing. Thanks so much. A pleasure. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com. <laughs>